1: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash loss. That's plushcare.com slash loss.
2: Black Lives Matter. That's it. There's no debate. And that's all I want to say.
3: Matt. This is the Gamers 2 Podcast for June 5th your weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry and anything else that may pique our interest. You're here. You've come for news. Let's give you some news, I guess. Well, first, I don't even know what we do anymore. What are our segments? I feel like it's been weeks since we've done this. (laughs) It's It's been seven days and Matt's just like
2: the passage of time is an enigma. Honestly, at this point, I've, everything since i can now justify things in the form of two haircuts because i have gotten a haircut <laughs> so everything last haircut being the end of february to new haircut being yesterday that is now a window of time that as far as i'm concerned is one day
3: i i feel like, like
2: one one it is one period mm-hmm. in which things occurred when in that period they may have occurred, don't know, but that is just the, tris- that is the Jurassic period, we'll call it, <laughs> and we'll move on. All right, that's fair. Um, somebody's like, oh, yeah, this, this, this. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I talked to him the other day. Oh, that was in April. All right, well, never
3: mind. <laughs> I guess uh, if you're world, still in your um, Jurassic um, period, if you're yeah, still in yeah, your <laughs> if if quarantine, if I'm, you need yeah. to take a break from... Protesting and you need to play a video game. Yeah. Nate's got a list for you of new I releases. I do have a list for you and I will read that now as I stick m- your finger in your eyeball.
0: <laughs> stick a needle in my eye.
3: That's a graphic. Ice pick lobotomy?
2: Never heard of that one? Never heard of giving somebody an ice pick lobotomy? No you know what lobotomy is, right? Yeah. Yeah, it, I can't remember if it was a if it was like an insult to somebody, like, "Oh, I'll go give you an ice pick lobotomy because obviously you're not going to survive an ice pick lobotomy." Go, go kill yourself is what. The- yeah, <laughs> kind of, but I don't remember if it was ever like, "Go give yourself an ice pick lobotomy." Uh, whatever. Somebody that's much older than me, please tell me what that saying is. That might offend a few listeners, but I'm sorry. <laughs> Number one, little nightmares comes to Stadia. Stadia. I think this is the second time, maybe the third time, I've ever discussed Stadia on the new release. Valorant officially comes to PC. Matt's favorite game on this list, Pro Cycling Manager 2020 for PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Followed closely by the Tour de France 2020 for PlayStation and Xbox. Must be the season. Two rivals right there. I can't wait to see the MPD numbers for those two games, Matt. And I swear you better get me them. Number five, Command & Conquer Remastered Collection for PC, and Outer Worlds goes to Switch, which apparently is shit. Really? Yeah, I don't know if you saw any of that. Uh, audio, I think it was uh, Audio-Technica did a breakdown on it, or Ars-Technica.
3: Ars-Technica, yeah. Audio-Technica
2: is a manufacturer. Ars-Technica, I think, did a breakdown on it, or Digital Foundry did. I'm I, Sorry, one of you two did one.
3: Pro- I think they're owned by the same parent
2: company. They probably are. Uh, did a breakdown on it and it's more like it's a feat that it's even running but it's terrible like like the Witcher's bad this is worse interesting like the somebody's somebody's review I started reading was uh, started with if this is your only way to play the game I almost recommend you still don't do it it's 720 and docked and doesn't even hit 540 sometimes in handheld and it's just like oh god and then they had side-by-side shots of like what you see on a console versus what you see on the switch and uh, i think it was like the first area when you're walking down the hill and you can see trees and there's things in the distance this one there's rocks there's not a single tree even on the like graphic because like we can't render
3: trees don't even bother with it the- why would they even bother making the game
2: money their, their cost to port versus attempted sales might not have been... Like, the cost of port might not might have been negligible to them for the attempted of
3: money. But
2: it hasn't been received
3: well. Interesting. I would not have... That's not what I would have anticipated.
2: No. I mean, I think we both knew it wasn't going to be hot shit going to the Switch anyway. Mm-hmm. I was assuming, like, Witcher 3. Yeah, not this bad. And I mean, even the Witcher 3 doesn't look great on the Switch. No, but it's playable. But it's playable. And I think this is still playable, but I'm not 100% positive. I know there was a lot of arguments about, or not arguments, but, like, discussions around the visual fidelity of the game. Well, to a certain extent, it matters, for sure. It matters, especially in a game like that that's supposed to be the space utopia I, like, that's in the that's in the world part of it. I didn't even look at what happened in the cities.
3: Yeah, and then once you get into combat...
2: Yeah, once you get into combat, does it just tank everything? Like, what is the... I don't even remember the name of the spaceport now, the giant ship, but when you go there, how does that render itself? Especially twice, because how do you go there or the other ship where you have to do the entire, like, crew fight in the middle of it in the beginning with all those enemies they get loaded in? I don't know, maybe there's dialogue options where you can avoid everything I'm talking about, but you know, that's the outer worlds. Play it how you want. Don't worry about the story, because it doesn't really make sense.
3: Outer worlds. <laughs> I just don't know anymore. I just don't know what the world's come to. Got these ports coming to Switch that shouldn't be ports. Not working. It's it's one of those where
2: I think the intent is good. Like, hey. We still want to be able to have like a, a switch only person. We want to be able to allow you to play our games too. If that if that is the intent and not just ooh money give give me, if the intent is hey there's no reason you shouldn't also be able to play it. So them trying even though they know the hardware is far less capable and blah blah blah, the the intent might be good. Yeah, but the execution and reality of the entire thing is terrible. Where. You have people saying, "Hey, maybe you don't. Maybe you don't play it. Maybe, uh, maybe you watch it on YouTube." <laughs> don't know. I don't. Know. It. <laughs> Even though I want to move on from the new releases, I don't want. You know, you can pick that up. Don't worry about it. I'm not going to take that long. That's not true. I take long. The fact that we have two cycling games on there. Now, don't get me wrong. I curate their list. I can choose what I put on here. I could put anything on here. I get you. The fact that two cycling games are coming out at the same time time. makes sense. It does, you know, it could be tis the season. This might just be I've never tracked cycling game releases. This might be normal. But that they both exist still means they are at least somehow making money from previous year because I definitely called them out years prior. So what do we need to do to get Matt to play Pro Cycling Manager 2020?
3: I'll investigate it.
2: <laughs> I mean, if I because I think Tour I mean, de France, you probably actually are the biker, but I'm pretty sure Pro Cycling Manager, you're the coach of the four
3: man team. So does that mean I'm? I will. I will consider playing it if if I am the coach, and I'm. I, th- I believe in the cycling like. Uh, races. The coach is like either in a van or something that's like close by or... Yeah, I believe. (sighs) This is stretching my knowledge of So stretching my entire knowledge of cycling. All I know is
2: at some point you get one testicle, you win seven of them because you did steroids and you move on. That sounds about right. Alright, cool. And the whole rest of the field did steroids too, but you were just the best of the steroid users. Different thing, you all wear a yellow band to remember him. So, (laughs) the... (laughs) the, (laughs) The... The coaches are either in a van or somewhere. I think the trainers are usually riding in a van behind with like probably the medical staff and bike swaps and stuff like that. In case somebody pops a tire, blah, blah, blah. I think the coaches specifically are usually either stationed at like the next checkpoint, but have the cameras and everything everywhere to see what they need. And they probably have all the tracking data, like into a computer where it's like, Oh, I can clearly see what position you're in. Now this is going way back. I'm pretty sure one of the years I might have watched Funhouse play a pro cycling manager. it might have been twenty seventeen that kind of rings a bell it It might be twenty seventeen might be twenty sixteen It also might have been when they were inside gaming, so I'm not one hundred percent positive. It might have definitely been when they were inside gaming uh and they were in control of a of a four man team choosing when to use energy capsules like the little energy gels that they carry on themselves and like if you should boost, if you should be trailing, if you should be slipstreaming with somebody, if you should, you know, and they boosted everybody right up until the end and then they were all dead and they couldn't race anymore. So they just got passed by the entire field and there was the last four of them just like slowly biking because they had no energy left. It's like football manager, but for
3: cyclists. <laughs> I just can't fathom. Like, you'd have to be really into the sport, I feel like.
2: I, I feel like you would, too. And I also, that's that goes back to the immediate point. You have to be into it. How many people are buying this? Power to them to be able to keep making them year after year. But, like, football manager I know has seen a gigantic surge during this whole pandemic thing. Has cycling manager seen a surge? I don't know. NPD numbers will tell us. Also, apparently and i don't know going into our news segment air quotes uh for some reason i had to double check that we were still recording every now and then i get the itch like i forget to press a button wouldn't be the first time the uh yeah, what am i all right i'm going to learn to speak hold on Let me just re- <laughs> recompose myself real quick going into the the news stories it was brought to my attention after the last week that i do usually clearly choose a certain number Really? Yeah, apparently I've always been choosing up until last week. I've been choosing the same number for like the last few weeks. Now, I had that conversation and I do not remember which number that was. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think in my head. I'm like, I don't I couldn't tell you. Yeah. I uh I had the entire conversation because I I asked the audience. I was like, "What what do I normally pick?" And they're like, "Good thing you picked this this week because you normally always pick this." Except I don't remember which this and this they were. I don't know if it was odds or evens that I normally pick. So going into this week, who knows? We'll see again. It's like a mystery for me every week we record. You get to listen to it all later. But this is just, this is, you know, on the fly editing. Uh, And I think I'm
3: probably looking at what do you want me to take? Evens? I care not. I'm realizing now, though, that there's probably... There's a couple of videos we probably should have watched, but it's not. It's not... <laughs> it's not really significant. Oh, uh, uh, you're deciding. Yeah. This week of news was even slower than last week's worth of uh, week of news um, <clears throat> for obvious reasons.
2: Yes, due to... <clears throat> uh, World events that are of much more importance than video games. Uh, Everything that we were hyped about last week in terms of specifically a PS5 information reveal have been delayed. Yeah. Which until the world decides to quit being a shithole and everybody learns to, you know, what I said at the top of the show. Get
3: along. All right. So what are you doing?
2: Uh, I'll do evens. I wish I wanted so badly remember what I, I normally do, but I don't.
3: I don't know. We'll find out. I, I'm uh, going to get
2: a text message. The, moment, she, the uh-huh. moment the person's listening to this, I'm going to get the message that says, you normally pick blank. I'm like, sure I do. No idea. You I'm going fr- to literally forget with the moment you tell me after this. Podcast amnesia. I suffer. <laughs> Things get repeated back to me throughout the week, and they're like, ha, ha, ha. That moment was so funny, and I'm just like. I don't know what you're talking about. I literally have no idea. Middle of the day. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, Spaghetti Monster. And I'm like, fucking what does that even mean? Are you just randomly laughing at the idea of a Spaghetti Monster? Like, no, 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 You made a joke on the podcast about it. Sure, I did. Yep. (laughs) I agree. It was great. It was a funny time.
3: Anyway, sorry. If you say so. Shall we go into the news headlines? I guess so. All right, then. Uh, First up, Sony has announced it will postpone its planned PlayStation 5 game reveal event from June 4th to as-yet-undetermined date. Hey, I just said that. Uh, the companies made the announcement in a statement posted to Twitter. Sony's announcement comes in response to the death of George Floyd. I
2: think the end part of that is probably disingenuous a little bit. Do you yeah. think? They're well, taking advantage of the situation? No, 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 no. Not, not not, them taking advantage of the situation. I don't think that's what they're... I'm saying uh, he is but a, a one instance of it, a, a larger problem that they're actually... Yeah. Like
3: the his, catalyst for yeah, the
2: for the problem. For the discussion of why they're moving it because of the movement that is going on. That is that is why they are mm-hmm. moving it. Which, oh man, we are gonna be treading so close to breaking out into that entire discussion. But we uh shouldn't. Number two. Actually, do I want to say anything else about that? I the as yet determined date is interesting, I think. Because if if it was an all digital thing and they were ready to just press play, or sorry, press go live or press play or whatever, that could be whenever
3: they feel like.
2: That I'm could assuming, be September third.
3: I'm assuming they're just they're just gonna play it by ear. Like when if if, yeah. if, if uh, current events settle, uh, then I'm sure they they'll press play. Yeah, it'll be an interesting thing.
2: To keep an eye on, and when yeah. it does go live, we'll be here to tell you about it probably a day after it goes live, or two days after, because we, for some reason, don't
3: do live reactions. <laughs> life. Life gets in the way. Life
2: life uh, finds a way. I can't do it, Jeff Goldblum.
3: It's a hard, uh, hard cadence to nail down.
2: I mean, I got the hairy chest, but I don't look good in leather jackets.
3: I just don't look good.
2: Well, that's also true for both of us, but specifically a leather jacket. I don't have the same hair. Yeah. Sony. <laughs> Number two. So going back to Sony. Sony isn't the only company to announce delays related to the ongoing protests in the U.S., and here is a list so far. Nate is going to probably freak out uh, in two more stories about one of these. Activision is postponing new content updates for Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Call of Duty Mobile, and Call of Duty Warzone. Uh, they also, I believe, when you launch Call of Duty now, have a message in-game that you're greeted with. Mm-hmm. Uh, CD Projekt Red has delayed their Cyberpunk 2077 Night City Wire event until June 25th. IGN has pushed back their Summer of Gaming events till June 8th. GamesRadar postponed their future game show to June 13th. Uh, Gorilla Collective, which will showcase games from mid-sized publishers and studios like Larian Studios, Paradox Interactive, and Humble Bundle, has been delayed till June 13th. EA, uh, EA Play Live 2020 is postponed till June 18th, and Valve has announced that it has delayed its Summer Games Showcase from its original dates of June 9th through the 14th to the 16th through the 22nd. Yep birthday podcast
3: is getting bigger and bigger <laughs> everything is getting pushed into that week <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i'm I'm sure that's a rolling push so it's like
2: yeah it's just going to be one of those whenever we whenever everything uh gets put out it'll all basically kind of now be put out at the same time instead of everybody having a stagger type of thing and it'll be like all right great here's your four hour gamers two podcast that you always wanted Hey, by the way, nobody wants that. Including Matt and I. I mean, I'll sit for that one. I'll get through (laughs) two hours, then you'll hear me actively just bending my mic to sit down.
3: Uh, Where are we? Number three. Number three. Epic Games has secured another significant exclusive for its growing games marketplace. Thanks to a partnership with Sega and the Creative Assembly. Uh, The later's next title, A Total War Saga, Troy, will be exclusive to Epic Games Store for the first year, launching on August 13th. It will be released for Steam and other digital PC stores in August of 2021. Uh, The game will also be made available for free for the first 24 hours. Anyone who downloads it on launch day will be able to keep the game indefinitely. Pretty redonkulous. I think it's once again
2: the... It's the crazy part where it's like the game will also be free for 24 hours and just, just claim it.
3: What was the other one that just uh, there's shit. another one that's going to be coming it? that's going to be coming to Epic Game Store that was going to be
2: free for the first
3: week. week, right? It was
2: last week, I think we talked about it.
3: What the hell? I can't remember what it was, but this whole Epic is funny because like they have Fortnite money and don't give a shit. I know, but it's always because they you. You know, you're always just like, ah, you know, what are they going to do next? Or like, this isn't a sustainable business model or whatever the case may be. And then they up the ante. Like, oh, brand new game, uh, exclusive to our store. By the way, it's free on the first day or free the first week. And it's like, how is that sustainable? Like, how can you do that? And there's like, oh, we got this money printer over here. Prints us like a billion dollars a month. Which is insane in itself. but That's where we're at. Troy. Total War double, Saga. Double check through last two
2: weeks of podcasts and don't see it in the notes. But I do remember we discussed something in like mid-June that's free for like a week. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> let me know. Otherwise, I'll see it on Epic and I'll call it out like I normally do. But uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. I, I don't know. Total War is an interesting... I'm Obviously, I'm going to claim it. That's just yeah. what I, I see a free thing. I go click gimme. But uh, the Total War is, oh, God, what's the? I like using the FIFA to football manager comparison. It's a really weird comparison, but follow me. You like soccer. You like playing like an arcade style of soccer. So you're going to actually play soccer. You're going to play FIFA. You like the math and tactics and intricacies of soccer and everything else. And you want to dive headlong into something that FIFA does not prepare you for. Football manager. FIFA is like Civ 6 in this scenario. Or Civilization. Just any of them. Where Civilization, I love playing. And there is a very in-depth like part of it. But you can also just play it and play it. And there isn't like a... You don't have to get too crazy with it. And then Total War happens, and it's like, hey, did you also want to manage every single unit down to the T in the battle? And then you do this thing, and then this thing, and then over here, and then you flank from this side. And I'm just like, no. No, I wanted to say cannon bigger than soldier, kill, boom, done. All right, thank you. I I, I think the last time I played Total War, I played Total War Rome, I believe. And I was so, I was lost. It was over my head so fast.
3: Rome, Rome was it's probably the last one I played as well, and it was I played it with other people at, at like a big LAN, and my might, might have been Rome two, yeah. That was one. the most recent one, yeah, of the Rome ones, obviously. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now I like I like Total War. It's interesting, but it's uh, it, it it falls <laughs> into
2: like it's it's uh, Starcraft RTSy, but like with the uh, the city. Management side of it and stuff, and it's just like it gets to a point where I'm like, I'm it's too far for me. I don't mind watching somebody else do it, but I can't do it because I, I'm not on that level. Yeah, I enjoy complexity in some games. Other times I'm like, I do simple. I shoot thing, it die, yay. Yeah, it's hard too. Like if you don't know, because yeah, you could immediately lose in like three things because yeah. you thought you were walking. If you were walking into an even fight, and you're like, okay, this should be like. I lose some, they lose some, whatever. Mm -hmm. You made a move wrong and you have nothing now. And You're like, Mm -hmm. Uh, how do I recover? It's going to take me 10 turns. Oh, they sacked my city and I lose? Cool. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I could talk about it for a while, but I won't. It's it's an interesting game, for sure. Weren't you also a... um, What's that other one I'm forgetting? Age of Empires?
2: Yeah. What's that similar to? Total War or Civ?
3: Um, or is it like it's probably closer? It's pretty much right in the middle. But <laughs> if I had to guess, I mean, uh, if I had to pick one, I'd does probably Age say... put you in the battles? Yeah. So it's okay. So it's got that part of Total War in it. It's the battles and unit management and stuff, but it also has basic city building, okay, and settlement building. So it's like,
2: yeah, Civ,
3: Age, Total. Yeah. Yeah.
2: As your progression through an RTS Mm -hmm. style
3: game. Total War is interesting because like, so when I played it with my friends and we were landing and stuff like that, we, on our team, we tried to break the system kind of, and it did not work at all, which would you guys be playing when you say landing, I know landing normally, if anybody doesn't know
2: what a land is, go back to the nineties and look them up, but a traditional land. Was it a traditional LAN of four V four? Like were you playing against other people or were yeah. you landing against
3: the computer? We were playing against each other. Oh, okay. both really, but the main event. Well, yeah, was... there was there were
2: I'm sure there was probably some AI too, but
3: the main like it was four V four and we thought we would be funny, not funny, but we, we tried to have one up and do so instead of each picking our own army. We each focused on a unit to try to create one giant, giant cohesive army. army. So, yeah. like, one of us was all cavalry. One of us was all, like, archery, bowmen. Right. One of us was all just foot troops. Makes sense if you're all fighting together. Exactly. I don't think the game engine is set up in a way to, like,
0: reward that, that
3: work. Of, yeah. yeah, so we got just absolutely waffle stomped.
2: I do miss certain things like that where you're like all right here's what we're going to do. <laughs> yeah. And it's like all these I I picture you guys just being in the same room
3: facing so oh yeah like the whole thing and like because in the first series of Rome there was a big difference between some of the armies and stuff the like leaders you could yeah so like we ended up that was a whole hour long conversation in itself like who's going to be who type of thing mm-hmm. and then we settled on the obvious choice where one of us was SPQR, which is the Roman Legion of the Senate, essentially Rome's legions. And then one of them, one of us was like Scipio or like Caesar's army. Like the other team was, which they're essentially identical; they're just different colors because they're uh, they're both Roman armies. Right, they're just yeah. they fly under a different fl- house flag.
2: Right. It's uh, I I do picture those those things though like going back to the old school of you have four computers on you guys are all sitting shoulder to shoulder like in a line and then right immediately across from you are four computers that the four people in their line are staring at you and you guys are in-game like having to shoot messages across because you know you can't talk because they can hear you and so you're like either doing like little unknown whispers or like sending games of, like hey, hey, over here and then you all just both, you all four of you stare at the one guy on the other
3: team that you're talking about and just like the weird, mind uh... metagames outside the game. We had weirder, we had weird dynamics because we would actually set the teams up in different rooms and oh, run Ethernet go. cables between the two rooms. Yeah. there Then you have two Two clear
2: command centers.
3: Yep. But that also adds in the the fun uh aspect of you being able to scream shit to the other team, like right. insults or like yeah. whatever. Like <laughs> just lobbing insults the same way you just lob things out of a trebuchet. Yeah. It was fun. I miss lands. I miss lands a, a lot because there's just the dynamic there. You do that and then after the battle the fight's done you all congregate and talk about it and joke and like discuss
2: things. if it didn't take long, you start a second one. Yep. The, the one that I think would have been interesting. Another who gives a shit about the news, right? So the other thing we could, you could have done what I think would be interesting in, in, in a game like that, where you're, where you're PVPing type of thing is pick the other teams. Countries or like fighters where you take your four people. You're like, all right, here's us four. there's you four. Out, of, you know, who do you want so and so to be, and the other team decides on a on a per person basis on a rotating rounds mm-hmm. who
3: plays what nation. Yeah, like oh, yeah. Matt sucks at Egypt. He gets Egypt. <laughs> that would have been really interesting because when we did play, because I'm sure there's probably yeah, when we did play like how the the units the armies that we wanted to play like certain people. They you knew, know, you knew you your knew what your strength was yeah, yeah. Like I always played as Macedon, and like I can see that someone else played as like Gaul or whatever. Like you know, and they played to their strengths and yeah.
2: So then flipping those, I think would have been really interesting. It's, yeah, it it's stuff a, that I've always it was just a shit, like yeah. absolute shit show. It's stuff I love doing. I've done it in FIFA too, where when I used to hang out with the guys or we used to play online and stuff, I would do FIFA where we would just go to the teams. And go, if you, in FIFA, when you're selecting your team, if you go to the top where it's the country, it'd be country, then league, then the team. If you go up to the top at country and hit randomize, it will randomize all three categories. So you just sit there and we would smash randomize until one of us said stop. We just wouldn't look at the screen and I would just say stop. And we play with whatever teams they were. Or sometimes we would say, we're not going to play with a team better, with a better overall than 70 and purposely put each other on just terrible playing fields where we don't know any of the players, and we're just looking for hidden gems. Where's that one guy that's 50 overall, but he runs faster than anybody on the field? And because this game only looks at speed and doesn't understand how these terrible people can function, he will just run past them. So it became a nuance of trying to find all these little things about teams we had no idea. Mm -hmm. So it's like, all right, cool. Matt doesn't get messed up, but he gets something else. He's like, all right, what's the hidden gem of this damn thing i have absolutely no idea it's like early
3: (laughs) early min maxing almost yeah
2: you're like all right i you either yeah you either do an early min max where you're like i need to find the best reward immediately or you go i'm gonna take as long as i can because i need to figure this out and i hope to god i'm strong in the end (laughs)
3: uh fun
2: times though good times good times let's move on to number four Activision Blizzard has come under fire for more than one thing recently, but for some of its own shareholders, who or sorry, from some of its own share- I got this. Sorry. From some of its own shareholders who argued that CEO Bobby Kotick gets paid too much. Two proxy advisory service firms have recommended that Activision Blizzard shareholders vote against a proposal to continue paying Kotick in line with previous years. The group noted that they pay that the pay proposal doesn't detail some performance targets Kotick must reach, while others are set below the previous year's goals and actual results. Despite that, Kotick's proposed Compensation has not been reduced accordingly. According to the filing, Kodak has received nearly $100 million each year in combined stock options and equity since 2016, which has been, quote, consistently larger than the total pay of CEO peers at similar companies, end quote. The filing also states that Activision Blizzard employees typically earn less than one-third of 1% of Kodak's earnings. I'd like to vote for an emperor. <laughs> I would like to have a vote of no confidence in Chancellor Codic.
3: Uh or Emperor Coddock.
0: Interesting.
3: Interesting. Was he is he new new guy or is he banned? He's the one that replaced Morheim, I believe. Okay. So he's probably been with the company for a while. Yes. Uh
2: The part that I want to just quickly piss on Activision Blizzard for really fast is this is bad. Also, they have now put out a statement regarding the Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, But I hate to tell the world we didn't forget about Hong Kong and your stance there.
3: So, yeah, that was not a good move. I feel like they would have been better off just staying silent. From a PR perspective, I like the idea that they
2: learned, but we know they didn't. Mm-hmm. And that this is just their money,
3: safe face grab. But I'm going to hope that they learned. Yeah. But That's it's like just the, like the. This one and Disney. Yes. Are the two that I saw that I was just like, really, guys? Disney's always funny because Disney is.
2: certain things but it's the people that rose tinted glasses type of thing like they're like yeah marvel's really good disney yay disney great and it's like "Eh, you should just look a little bit further a little bit further they have their own problems yeah for sure um speaking of disney i watched an epic rap battle with walt disney and that again yeah good time one of the older ones right it's one of the older ones because it's he comes into um jim henson versus uh stanley
3: Oh yeah, that's those are those are good. That's
2: good. I like their older work. <laughs> Abe Lincoln still let me my twirl
3: My wax mustache. When Abe Lincoln shows up in uh, the Romney Obama one, Ro- yeah, Romney Obama one. That one's that's so
2: funny. I'll promptly reach across the aisle and bitch smack
3: you as equal. <laughs> You're flip floppily like a pancake.
2: <laughs> it's a country, not a company. You can't play like Monopoly.
3: Uh so quotable.
2: Uh, I used to be able to do his entire thing from Chuck Norris. I probably still could if I listened to it a little bit again, but I got a random I fought for what's up my brain until a bullet went through it. (laughs) That's actually Mitt
3: Romney again. (laughs) That's Mitt Romney Obama. Yep, that is. Uh, Anyways, (laughs) (laughs) anything else you want to talk about? Activision Blizzard?
2: This is just one of those where it's funny that the shareholders are speaking up. Yeah, and it's, if, it it's, if the shareholders of the lawsuit are bringing up that final point where they're like he, the regular employee makes one percent of blah, blah blah, you know, like that little, it's like that's kind of a like that's what you guys are supposed to be do, like that's what Amazon people have been bitching about in
3: Amazon about the public yeah. for years, which is a little bit I think a this different is, scenario, but what kind of irritated me about that statement is every company is set up like that, and right. they use that argument when it suits their purposes. Like
2: selective e- outrage.
3: Yeah, exactly. Um, I guess we'll move on. Yeah, I mean, how I much just, to say? There, it's pretty obvious, pretty sure Yeah,
2: I don't have anything to deal with directly with their CEO. Usually, I have more gripes with their creative department mm-hmm. or their PR department. Yeah, mostly their creative department. But
3: their there's PR department is pretty bad. There's a few companies that we've consistently talked about, and whenever something like this happens. I like to keep a tab on it because, like, like, Blizzard, I think, is going to be interesting to put the pieces together in a year or two down the road and, and lining them all up and be like, you know, this is where we are now with these games that came out and blah, 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 it's, blah. It's
2: something where it's if I owned a construction company. Now, this is a weird analogy. Don't worry about it. If I owned a construction company or had a uh, landscape company, something like that, You'd right? You'd move the cranes for Spider-Man. No, no, I wouldn't. Everybody lined the cranes. The movie sucked. Uh, <laughs> God, the Spider-Mans are so bad. So we, where was I going? Landscaping or construction. Company. Anyway, anything that I would have a large access to like dirt. I would just, every time a story like this came, I would just have certain dirt sections that were like, hey, go take that out of the Activision dirt. Or Activision Blizzard pile or something. And I would just, every time a story like this, just go add another bucket, add another truck onto that pile, and see, after like three years, who's screwed. Yeah. (laughs) Like, who who ruined this the whole way across?
0: Because right
2: now, now, theirs is pretty high. Yeah.
3: Yeah, for sure.
2: They've had a solid shit two years. Shit year and a half. Maybe not two years. 'Cause BFA launched well and then everybody immediately realized what it was. So year and a half. Yeah. I don't know why I keep doing this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm walking here. I just I got I got my
3: fucking neck going. Huh. To here? <laughs> <laughs> a remastered version of Kingdoms of Amalur. Is that how you say that? Amler. Amalur. Amler. Amler. Yeah, Amalur. Oh, black buddy, (laughs) Amalur! A remastered version of Kingdoms of Amalur: Reckoning is coming to consoles and PC this summer. A listing for the remaster, dubbed Kingdoms of Amalur: Re Reckoning, appeared Wednesday on the Microsoft Store. The leak was later confirmed on Twitter in a post that added that all the game's downloadable content was being remastered as well. Frankfurt, Germany based Keiko is listed as the developer of the remaster. The studio previously worked with THQ Nordic on Darksiders War Mastered Edition and Darksiders 2 Definitive Edition. God, I hate that. Yeah, it's hard. Uh, publisher THQ Nordic confirmed to Polygon that the remaster is real and said it was inadvertently listed ahead of an official announcement, which I think they've now officially announced it. Yeah, I believe so. so.
2: Just be happy you're not Mike Tyson
3: uh what happened with Mike Tyson? Well, you could not read def, 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 oh. definitive. Oh, nice. Good reference. Yeah, right? Also, you see he's back he's getting back in shape.
2: It, uh, dude, he's ready. He looks like he can kick somebody's ass again.
3: Oh, I I'm I like, mean, if, I mean he
2: never couldn't, <laughs> but uh if you look at pictures of him from like even 5 years ago, mm-hmm. he had just hit like that post fighter where he's standing up on oversized shirts and suits and stuff, but he started hitting the he's like he, you see him, they got videos of him actually like shadow boxing people and punching again and it's just mm-hmm. like
3: Oh, no. Mike Tyson, pretty interesting dude. I listened to an interview of, uh, it was. Anyway, King of <laughs> Yeah. He did an interview on NPR. I think he wrote a book or something like that. Like, he did a book. I and doubt he, he did, wrote the book. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> um, And it was a really interesting interview. And he seems like a really genuine person. Did you ever see
2: the Comedy Central roast where he was on it? He wasn't, he was a roasty or like a roaster, not a roast. Not the person being roasted. No, who are they roasting? I don't remember who they were roasting. Was it, was it another boxer? or Was it like a... No, because Johnny Knoxville was there. Or maybe it was the, the Johnny Knoxville one because Bam got punched in the face by Tyson. I don't know. It was something weird. But Tyson was there. And it was... He's just there enjoying himself and everything was pretty cool. And I was just like, I bet he's a pretty cool dude. Mm-hmm. Aside
3: from everything everybody else already knows about him. Yeah. I bet mean, he's probably a pretty chill dude. Yeah. Well, that was the, the like, you know, what do you know about Mike Tyson? You know what I mean? Like, and the interview was, like, super interesting. And he was, like, really open about his, like, you know, certain aspects of his life and stuff like that. And it was, it was you know, I, I, I left listening to the interview feeling like I gained something of value. That's good. That's the way you want to leave it. Uh, speaking like you gained something of value, what do you think
2: about uh, THQ Nordic and – <laughs> the Kingdoms of hamler
3: re reckoning. I know the game was like pretty well received when it came it out. Was,
2: well, it was. It, no, that's the thing.
3: Wasn't it? I thought people liked that.
2: People do love it, but it was dying light scenario. People loved it later.
3: Mm, like okay. a lot of
2: people at launch, I don't think really gave it its fair shake. Yeah, and then as time went on, it sat. It seeped into people's brains, and they're like. You guys know Kingdom of Amalur is really good, right? And then it all just kind of it hit, it hit, it's cult following type, and now we're getting this. Uh, Dying Light did the same thing, where everybody at launch was kind of like, oh, whatever, Dying Light. And then I played it a year late, but going back in a year late, and everybody's just like, Have you played Dying Light yet? Where I don't know if it's just if it if Amalur. I don't know if Amalur. Oh, oh, <laughs> Words are so hard for me tonight. Um, I don't know if Amler released at just a poor time where something else had overshadowed it or it was a weird release time, but it did definitely gain a following post its launch versus right within the
3: first month and a half of its launch. So it came out in twenty seventeen, I think?
2: No. Amler? No. Back that
3: train way up. 2012?
2: 2012. Yeah. Because
3: it's on 360. I I like the train of thought that it came out with weird shit around it. Or like better shit around it.
2: It either came out with better shit around it. Or like Dying Light's problem was that it randomly released. It was before stuff started releasing in January, February. And that released then and just didn't have the same... People weren't looking for stuff then.
3: I mean, its Metacritic and other reviews are obviously, getting... yeah. I think it reviewed well and everything.
2: I just don't think there was the hype and sale train around it until later. But I don't know if you are going to actually be able to find proof of that.
3: Yeah, I do know that the developer that made it this is this is literally the only game they ever made, and then they went under.
2: Yeah, because I
3: don't. It was one of those where it was a shame they went under.
2: Because the game wasn't re- like received commercially well enough. And then it got the cult following like right before they went under. And it just couldn't save them. If I'm remembering correctly, I might be wrong. But thoughts on a re-reckoning. Did you ever give it a shot? I never I never played it. I don't never think. Never played it. I'd have to double check my Xbox profile. I might have played it for like two minutes because I borrowed it from somebody. But I don't think I ever played it.
3: I never did. I'm, I never I'm played intrigued. it. I'm intrigued.
2: Because because like we said, everybody that loves it, there are a lot of... you're nodding.
3: I'm just I'm looking at what came out around it. Oh, okay. Um,
2: but because of everybody that we know that is hyped for this, quite a few of them, I do trust their opinions on games. Or they at least not necessarily trust their opinions, but their interests do semi align with mine, so I know what they're talking about when they when they're like ready for it or happy for it. So I'm I'm intrigued to see uh, how it does when it comes out, and maybe I'll play it. Who knows? I just love THQ Nordic out here dropping
3: things. Yeah, they uh, they they they, they,
2: they got to start working on these 83 titles they were supposed to be announcing. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Let's see here. Do you have anything that indicates a Titanfall 2 situation?
3: Not really. I mean it came The Darkness 2 came out on the same day. Nope. <laughs> that's uh, not stopping it. Jack and Daxter collection. Uh, when was what was its date? Fallout New Vegas. Yeah, New Vegas was pretty big. What was its date? Uh February 10th, that looks like. Yeah, and so that's
2: that's what I'm talking about where we had a that was before A lot of these big games released in a February-January window where people weren't necessarily ready for them. If that makes sense, if you know what I mean.
3: Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. It wasn't kosher at that point to be releasing games in uh, early spring. Not
2: even necessarily early spring. We're still in a February at that point. It's not like it was end of fiscal where it's late February, early March where it becomes that. But even then, it's everybody's like, "All right, cool. June's on its way, and then we're going back to the fall, and that's when we get games." Like, sometimes those games just didn't do what they were supposed to. I think I could be wrong. Some there's probably but, some his video game histor- historian being like, "He's clearly wrong if you looked at the numbers." i like, "That's I don't common. know, man. There's some shit games that came out around that
3: time." Yeah. Uh,
2: and I'm not saying the games were bad. I'm just saying how they were commercially sold and perceived. Especially February 10th. You still have people that maybe went through the holidays and are still playing those games only a month later. They might not have had the itch for a new thing yet. Or depending on what came out the fall previous, you might have had a lot of games that people were still invested in. But I don't want to spend this entire time looking up the timeline of 2011 to twelve.
3: I mean, the, the aspect of like, and it's on the end of
2: the console cycle.
3: I mean, the, the idea that, that it wasn't really the norm to release games at that point in time or that point in the year and have them be big successes kind of makes sense. I mean, that's 2012. That's kind of like, I mean, the, we definitely are in a different place as far as you can the now, internet and like things go- getting out quicker and you easier. can
2: now release a game at any point of the year. And if the game's good, it will be
3: mm-hmm. commercially received. Okay. Yeah. Cause at that point we had the internet and everything, but the traditional, the old school, like, uh, journalism structure for video games was still prevalent so like yeah and you were still magazines were still a thing like
2: magazines you still had weird uh, review dates and you were still doing a lot of physical buys and not yeah digital ones where like this might have succeeded better in a time where you could have had a ton of digital sales instead because if you go to the store and you haven't heard anything about it and it's a brand new IP it's very hard to like, convince yourself like, yes, I'm going to grab that on a whim. Yeah. But. Yeah, that's that. That is that. Did I say I took evens? I did. Number six, a new patent for the PS5 dev kit has been added to the World Intellectual Property Organization Database. And while it doesn't delve too deeply into technical details, it does show how the machine is being cooled. It looks like there are six fans divided evenly between the two wings of the PS5 dev kit. Three of the fans are dedicated to cooling the power supply and three for the APU. There's also a vapor chamber. Calm down, vape lords. Not for you. There's also a vapor chamber, which will use advanced liquid cooling to keep the PS5 APU cool and then Matt wrote linked diagram, but I'm not going to read that to you. Oh, shit. Do you want to see a picture of the diagram? Uh, Sure, if you have one, I'll take I'll take a quick gander.
3: Okay. This is the goofy-looking dev kit that everyone freaked out about. Yeah, the one that looks you like you, know can set your, you can
2: set your pizza in the middle of it for when you got to play. Which is probably my favorite thing. I don't know if you saw that. I did not. Uh, the joke was that the... The heat will vent out that area. The... So you can just set your pizza there and keep it warm while you're hmm. playing and pick it up, have a slice and put it, or have a bite and put it back.
3: Originally, I believe when we were talking about this, the consensus was that they were designed to be stacked. Um, I don't remember that conversation. But that's a lot of detail. I didn't realize that, you know, dev, dev kits were that. Well, well because, designed
2: I mean, they're, I think the dev kits are still pretty well designed because I don't, well, like visually they might not be that close. I think their concepts are pretty close. Yeah. It's just how they actually like put it all together at the end might be a little different, but
3: yeah. I it's mean, just that, hard that for makes, me. That makes sense. It does. It's hard for me to imagine be, do using, well, I guess if you're just trying to test out like vapor chambers and stuff like that, you could translate that over to a different design. But this is a weird design for a cooling unit. I don't know necessarily if a cooling unit is the weird design for you. I feel like
2: your design is still hung up on the case.
3: Just just, not so much the case, but the the layout. they're
2: They're just side venting cooling. Yeah. It's the layout,
3: though. That's kind of bizarre.
2: I mean, I think side venting cooling makes more sense than bottom venting cooling. Which things have been trying to do forever, and I don't understand why. Yeah, put the fan just put the put the thing down. It'll vent out the bottom. What? No. Just make it taller. This whole world of getting everything slimmer makes things hotter. The center is actually an intake. Oh, that makes sense. It makes sense because it will it would be an intake or an outtake based on what we're seeing there, but yes, that makes sense for it to be an intake and then just push it through and out. Interesting, interesting, interesting. That's all I got to say. It's interesting, Matt. You ever hear that? Interessante. I think that's interestingly. You got a real short one.
3: Yeah, Project Cars 3 was officially uh, announced with a trailer. I don't know if you watched it. I did watch watch it? it. I did watch it too. Good news. I did watch that trailer. Wasn't anything substantial other than it, it wasn't anything crazy but i
2: was just like awesome yeah i was excited that project cars 3 exists
0: because mm-hmm.
2: it is one of the best racing games period yeah and well in recent in in recent memory one of the best racing franchises in re- in recent memory yeah when you put it up against like forza yeah and dirt that's it
3: mm-hmm Sounds Gran great. Turismo hasn't Sounds
2: had a, a recent enough release to continue talking about that. So, yeah, Drive Club doesn't exist. Don't really know anything about it. No, I didn't. I don't really know anything, and uh, it's just there. It is. That's it. Speaking that. of Project Cars, I'm gonna skip to a deals thing. But Project Cars Two, depending on when you're listening to this, you might only have so long to get it at this price. But Project Cars Two on Steam was nine ninety nine, Deluxe Edition, fourteen ninety five. That's all I'm saying. If you want to go play a Project Cars game and you can claim it fast enough, that's $15 for a great game.
3: Game deals. Or
2: only $10 if you can't afford the other five. But, you know, decide how to spend your money your way. Did we already cover everything in my last news story?
3: Yeah, I mean, there was some other stuff on there, but we didn't watch the video, so it's not really anything we can talk about. Yeah, we didn't watch the videos, and I'm not. Nothing really significant.
2: Valorant got a cinematic trailer if you're interested in that. There's a trailer for Total War Troy, which we already talked about. SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated multiplayer trailer. Like, don't care about multiplayer. I plan on playing that game single player. <laughs> and uh there was a leaked Xbox Store 2020 codename Mercury. Does that mean like a store re yeah store revamp revamp, revamp revisioning,
3: retiling? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're putting uh lipstick on a pig type of thing. Yeah, people were making a big deal out of it because it, in the video, it seemed like it worked really well. Like the interface was really snappy and responsive and it wasn't just like, you know, a monstrosity to use. So
2: Good. I mean, hopefully they also purge some of the stuff off there too. Or at least do a little bit more housekeeping.
3: Housekeeping?
2: I feel like a large bug smacked the screen over there, but... That's neither here nor there. Let's uh, go on to some deals, Matt. Some true deals to highlight. Before we go to the deals, I got another news thing. Uh, If you're listening to this, you've also, at this point, seen that there is another little episode in this podcast feed where uh, Matt and I do a review of a game coming out on June 17th on Steam called Alien Scumbags. 2D platform horror survival shooter. Influenced by Doom, Duke Nukem, Aliens, other pop culture references, Master Chef. Go give it a listen, and then go check it out on Steam. Go give it a wish list on Steam, and go uh, you know, take a look, look for yourself. Cool deals, Matthew. Yeah, can you click that link and tell me if it works? <laughs> I believe Humble did update their choice for the month now, so I'm hoping that works. I'm also hoping that bear didn't come through the window. I guess I'm calling the bug a bear. Don't know if it was or not. 50-50. We'll find out. If at any point Matt and I stopped talking because we got mauled, it was a bear.
3: Large bear. Humble choice. Is that what I'm looking at?
2: It's like a grizzly bear's claws, but a panda bear's teeth. And if you haven't listened to Wyatt's snacks stand up, you should. (laughs) So that way he mauls you like a bear. Then he's just... If I never played that for you, because it's so funny to me. Uh, Wyatt Snack, you should listen to a stand-up at some point. Talks about going to medieval times. It's a whole thing. Sorry. Completely distracted. (laughs) Anyway, Humble Bundle, Humble Choice, which is their monthly subscription service that I believe you can tiered subscribe to for certain dollar amounts, features these games for this month. I like this month. Matt likes this month. Spoiler alert. Nate hasn't seen it yet.
3: Uh you have Supra Land. Don't know what that is. Oh, well, I don't either. Grid Ultimate Edition. As Nate smacks himself. Sorry, I thought I felt the bug. <laughs> I know that was sudden. If there's a loud clap on the mic, I'm sorry. Uh, sorry. Grid? Grid Ultimate Edition. I don't think there was a bug. I think I'm just paranoid. And Hellblade Senoa Sacrifice. Ooh, Hellblade. Yeah. Hellbr Hellbraid. Hellblade. I mean, her hair is braided. But. <laughs> and Grid. Interesting combo. And Superland. No idea what that is. Looks and looks
2: crazy. There's more. Those are just, they only show you a few featured ones. And then when you unlock it, there's usually around nine, I believe. Nine to, I think it actually says, I think the, the quoting on the site is 10 plus choices. So you have more to choose from to complete your bundle. But I mean, Hellblade. Good, good game. game.
3: Grid, good game.
2: Matt and I differ in that, but Grid, <laughs> Grid is a game. <laughs> Speaking of good racing games,
3: not Grid. All right, not a fan of Grid.
2: I I don't know. It just it. I never got. I tried playing it for a little while. I played it for like maybe two hours or so, and I just couldn't get its driving down. Something I just couldn't. It just always felt clunky to me, and I couldn't
3: get it. Mm-hmm. I, people love it though because they made Grid Two, and I think they're making another one too. Makes sense. I mean, everyone, I, I can't, can't get Forza Horizons driving down for some reason. That's true. Matt, if, if put it this way. If Matt likes a racing game, I probably won't for the
2: most part, unless we both agree that objectively the game is good. But our two abilities to race, if Matt can't crash me into a corner to l- make me lose, or I will lose just constantly because Matt will destroy me, both happen. I
3: still hold that Drive Club was one of the best <laughs> racing games.
2: <laughs> I, in Drive Club, I, I didn't hate Drive Club. I think it was, it, it was pretty decent. I could actually drive in that one on like in grid. Uh, but I could not drive good enough because watching two of my friends out of the four of us compete in time trials and setting times that I knew I could not touch after the first like three races I did, I was like, I can't even get close to that. And I was just like, never
3: mind. I'm good. I'm good now. I'll be honest, I was surprised by those times. Those when,
2: times were stupid by you two.
3: Yeah, that's what I was like I don't even know. I don't even know how we were doing that, to be honest with you. Cause I when we were when I was doing it and looking at the times like I don't know how I did that. Yeah, and at no a certain idea. point
2: you guys were only passing each other by like a second and then tenths of a second, and it was just getting like narrower and narrower, and I was like, I have to shave two minutes off my time. <laughs> I don't understand what I'm doing. PlayStation Plus though, Matt, if you got PlayStation Plus, you're going to get these two games for free. Star Wars Battlefront 2 and Call of Duty World War 2. That's a good month. I'm getting real like... Sassy. Anim- it's just like I'm animated. I don't know why. You know, I got the... you know, Hey. Hey. <laughs> I'm gonna start turning into a little New York here. Uh, Xbox Games with Gold. <laughs> if you he's, have Xbox Gold, you get these games. And Xbox constantly loves to torture me with its, the way it releases games. So if you have an Xbox and you want to jot these down, I suggest you go look them up. But, you know, I'll go slow. No, I won't. Shantae. Oh, speaking of which, there was a new Shantae game out uh, last week. I don't know if I talked about that, but there was a new Shantae game out. Sorry. Continuing the games with gold. Shantae and the Pirate's Curse available June 1st to the 30th on Xbox One. Coffee Talk is available from June 16th to the 15th sorry june 16th to july 15th on the xbox one destroy all humans is available from june 1st to the 15th on xbox one and 360 and Cine Mora is available june 16th to the 30th on xbox one and xbox 360 now for the fun part twitch prime if you have amazon prime you have twitch prime and blah 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 don't forget you should go drop it on some random Twitch streamer, free subscription, give it to him. Otherwise, you're wasting $5 every month. Kind of. Or Jeff Bezos keeps it. I guess you're not really wasting it, but he just keeps it. That's, that's a whole yeah, thing. Yeah, he needs more money for sure. Yeah, he, he didn't make $150 million the other day. Twitch Prime. These five games that are out for free are Observer, Forsaken Remastered, Steel Rats, The Flame in the Flood, and Retro FPS, Project Warlock. Uh, And also, don't forget, right now, you can go download seven SNK games for zero off the service, and there's going to be more added throughout the summer. Now they've kind of hit that summer of play, they're just dropping things in there constantly to be free to claim. And depending on when you listen to this episode, if you go to the Epic Games Store, Overcooked is available to be claimed for free. Also a good game. It is a good game. It is a very enjoyable game. Play it with friends. I can't imagine playing that game solo, but you can. That just seems super difficult. But that's all I have, Matt.
3: I don't have anything.
2: Until next time, see you... No, no, wait, hold on. Shit. I forgot our normal routine. <laughs> I was ready to end. Matt, it's been seven days. What the hell have you been doing?
3: I mean, nothing. Uh... I baited to switch you guys with a fake ending. My bad. <laughs> Still playing Snow Runners uh, Didn't really play a ton this week Played a, a wee bit One night I think I put two, maybe an hour in Two hours maybe I watched Gladiator while doing some dishes Didn't get through the whole movie obviously Because it's three hours long God, so long <clears throat> Watched half of V for Vendetta, V for Vendetta Fitting <laughs> yeah it was it was really creepy There's, the amount of people that are watching uh, V right now are pretty funny yeah I mean it
2: was on I wish you could get streaming numbers because I feel like that's probably been watched a lot in the last week
3: I bet so um Netflix stingy doesn't release those numbers oh wow who'd, who'd what Netflix stingy <laughs> uh that's that's it really cool <laughs> <laughs> You know what, Nate? Fuck you! So,
2: <laughs> oh, hey, hey! Listen, I know it's getting warm in here, all right, but we don't need to. We don't need to raise the temperature by those words. Uh, fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> it's it's been a normal week, to to say the most. It's been a you know, it's been a show week. It's been an Animal Crossing update week of just hey, log in, let me do some stuff. I haven't had the inspiration to like redo my island yet. Of like really like do some stuff. I'm just kind of like, kinda, like mm-hmm. going through the motions right now. Yeah, uh, playing WoW, tolerating WoW, whatever. Playing Magic, you know. Playing stuff on my phone. I mean, I, I just I'm just playing things. Man, yeah, you know, it's nothing. Nothing's really grabbing me except for Football Manager 2020. <laughs> Says, because we are back. This season has been reset and we have begun. We have begun a new a budding universe for the two of us, Kenny and I, to conquer. We left the transfer window on in the beginning of this time, unlike normal when we turn it off. So we bought players. We sold players. We started playing the season. I'm currently in second. I have found a tactic that I hope works. I have bought players that I hope work. And everything is looking on the up, unlike last time where I got fired. The hooks are in, man. We're tapping veins out here. We just... Give me that hit. When's the new one come out? Uh, Like, either late October or some... I think one came out in November one time, but usually I think it's October. It comes out way after the season starts because they try to wait for all the transfer periods across Europe to finish. Mm -hmm. And then they drop it, usually. Right. Which has always been an annoyance for us because we're like, soccer's starting, Cool. Why isn't the new football manager out? <laughs> but that's just you know that's an us problem. Uh, and then watching, watched War Dogs, watched Solar Opposites. No idea what that one is. Justin Roiland's new show, creator of Rick and Morty, new show on Hulu. Okay, yeah. Watched all that. I mean, yeah. What it is this? Not, I'm not a. I don't give a shit about Rick and Morty anyway. Uh, I enjoyed watching Trover Saves the Universe, which is also written by them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but watching this one, I was just kind of like, okay. It's more tolerable than the other one, like than Rick and Morty, but it's not as good as Trover for for me. Definitely some fun like moments in it, but like as an overall, it's kind of like whatever. Uh, caught myself up on South Park, then watched all of... What was the other show I watched? Oh, no, Matt. I'm blanking.
3: Uh devs maybe you no f- devs f- Dev has been finished
2: um i don't know if i watched another thing shoot i might not have watched anything else i feel like that's a lie i feel like i definitely did watch something else but i
3: might be wrong i mean there's a movie on there what's the movie hateful eight oh yeah i did watch hateful eight that was an interesting movie good bad and different it's a good movie that was one of those movies it's, that I really wanted to go see in theaters, uh, and I never did, and I've never watched it. I
2: I was like, I want to watch this, and then same thing. I just never watched it, and I was going through my like backlog, and I was like, oh, hey, play. I still haven't watched that play. Uh, Magnificent Seven is on for this week, so I'll be watching that.
3: Oh, that's what you're...
2: That's his next. That's the next one in that like series he was supposed to be
3: doing. Oh, that was him? I'm pretty sure it was him. I thought it was. Maybe I'm wrong. The new one, right? It's got like Chris Pratt in it. Oh, I don't know.
2: I'll look after it. I don't remember 100%. But uh, Hateful Eight was definitely interesting. Because
3: there's definitely an old Magnificent Seven. Isn't there an old Hateful Eight? Yes. But Magnificent Seven's weird because I think it's also based on Seven Samurai. I think that's what it was called. Oh, I have no idea. Uh hey Google
2: is Magnificent 7 a Quentin Tarantino movie the interesting thing was just going through it all and I was like okay I don't know what's happening and then everything just kind of like explodes part way through like you're he's giving you the bits and pieces of everybody's story everybody's story and then it just hits the point where everything happens you're like oh shit Mm-hmm. And then you take, like, a quick pause, and then he tells you about how everything got there, essentially. Like, he's like, all right, hold on. Now I'm going to bring you up to speed with all the other people you didn't know about. And then it, the movie finishes, and it's like, all right, cool. I'm a fan. I enjoyed it. All right, cool. Now i got to watch this next one. Nice. So, hoorah. For sure. I think that's it. Now I think that's it. So now we'll see you in seven days.
3: Go give Rizzle.
2: For Rizzle, go give the review episode a listen and go show some love to the Aliens comeback guys. Bye bye.
1: Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.